Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 216, recorded live on Sunday, August 7th, 2011. And here are your hosts, the man who was not here last week, Dave Play. Hey! And the man who also was not here last week, Andy Lowe. Hi. Ouch. Yeah. First one in a while. I, you know, of, of, of all the things to feel bad about, I, I felt terrible that we met. We couldn't get together to get a recording. Yeah, and we ran out of random topic recaps. Yeah. Well, that I knew what was going to happen. I mean, we spend so little time on the random topics now. Yeah. We used to get like eight recap, eight topics to an episode. Yeah. And now we're at like 13 topics to an episode. Well, this last one was 190 through 208. Yeah. So 18 topics to an episode. Yeah. And we've... Let's see. I'm just doing a count here quickly. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, we've already... We had six random topic recaps last year, and this year we've already hit six, so it's been tough. Yep. But we're back, in the words of Richard Hammond. Who? Richard Hammond, Top Gear presenter. Ah, okay. Every time they start a new series, it's either him or Jeremy or somebody always goes, We're back! Just... Because we weren't sure we'd get renewed. (laughs) Well, it's BBC, and it's most likely BBC's most watched TV show ever. Sure. Granted, you don't watch it, so... No. (laughs) I think you would enjoy some of it. I'm not sure all of it, though. Tell me this. Would it be enjoyable to you to watch people use military transportation? You know, it, Andy, I can stop you right there. I've watched Top Gear, and it's it's actually a pretty decent show. I think it's a little esoteric at times, <laughs> and I think at other times it takes itself way too seriously. Like when there was a, I think it was a five or eight minute clip of him just driving the streets of England at two in the morning. I, like, I don't need to watch that. Other times, it's a really funny show. What was there, a five to ten minute clip of him driving the streets at two o'clock in the morning? I don't know the episode number. Well, no, but I'm telling you that hasn't existed. I've seen all the episodes. I would remember no, it that. it has! He's Unless like, they were doing like the... a drive at two in the morning when you have all however many kilometers of England's roads at your disposal. That was might have been the one where he was racing the sun. No, no, it, it wasn't a race. It was just like, we're going to show off this new car by driving it around England. Many, and, and just have clip after clip after clip of empty city streets with just me in the car. I do not believe that exists. I, we sat here and watched it. I do not believe that exists. I, That's I fine. You, you can completely ignore it just like you ignore the second and third Matrix movie. They made a sequel to The Matrix? Yes, they did. Don't see it. Okay. They also made episodes 1, 2, and 3 of Star Wars. I thought those were 1, 2, and 3 of Star Wars. You, I, I like how you caught yourself because you almost slipped up. You're like, I thought 4, 5, and 6 were what? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go, Andy. <laughs> so in the last... 36 hours, no, sorry, 60 hours, uh, I've been on the road for over 13 of them. It's not, look who you're talking to, Dave. Yeah, okay, so when's the last time you did 13 hours of road in 50 hours? Let's see, actually, the last weekend I was over there. Yeah. I drove from here. Yeah. Over to Go ahead. Uh, Ann Arbor. So that's two hours. Then up to Flint. That's two hours. And back. That's two hours. 
and then up to Flint again the next day. Why did you go up to Flint the next day? Uh, I was picking up Kate from a wedding. Ah, okay. So that's eight hours total. And then back so back again because of the Warrior Dash. And then after the Warrior Dash was over... Then you're just, okay, so yeah, about 14 hours in two In days. 48 hours. Yep. Checkmate. Uh, n- no, not checkmate. <laughs> check, Sorry. please. Check, please. I'll take that, but not okay. checkmate. Point. So yeah, that... Trying to talk to me about driving. Eh, not so much. <sighs> oh, fine. It actually wasn't even a direct route back from Flink, so we stopped in Royal Oak where I met you. Yes. And then we went back home. So it was actually about a two and a half hour drive from Royal Oak. But anyway, there was lots of driving involved. And the Warrior Dash, which, um, did you hear the news? No. Um, well, there was two Warrior Dashes going on last weekend. For those who don't know, Warrior Dash is a 5K obstacle course race. Think of, like... There's a link on last week's page. Dave put a link? Dave put a post, apologizing Dave? for the fact that there was no episode. Dave put a post? Yeah, I know. <gasps> okay, so there's a link there. Um, there was two of them going on that weekend, one up here in Michigan in Flint, the other one down in Kansas City. Um, somebody died at the Kansas City one due to a heat stroke. Oops. Another person had to be hospitalized down there. At least one other person had to be hospitalized down the one in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. Um, and the one up here in Michigan, somebody dove headfirst into the mud pit, which specifically says on the um, waiver that you had to sign. Do not jump into the mud pit. Headfirst. Okay. It literally writes that out, and you have to initial every single line. Okay. And he may or may not be paralyzed from the neck down. Well, he is currently paralyzed, but they're not sure if it's permanent or not. Okay. <laughs> that sounds moronic. Mm. Why would you do that? I, I don't know. But he dove head first. So, yeah. That's the warrior dash. Okay. You wanted me to do this? I, I didn't bring this up. I didn't want you to do this. <laughs> no, I was not the instigator at all on this. So, yes, that... Uh, uh, so we should move on to something more happier. Sure. <laughs> I'm trying to think I guess something. that means we aren't going to be talking about why we missed the episode. <laughs> well, that I was running. You had a funeral you had to go to. Yeah, well, that would be less happy, wouldn't it? Yes. So I'm trying to think of things that are positive. And I'm moving. That is true to Wisconsin, Madison. Madison. Even farther away than Milwaukee. Yeah. Yeah. I got hired. I got a job. Dave. Those foolish bastards. I mean, um. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like trying to uh, say that on a company who deals with technical things. Well, but their technical things are all medical technical. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not like they listen to the podcast true they could though they could but by if they listen to the podcast by now they should recognize my style you have a style no to disregard well no to disregard just about everything i say (laughs) (sighs) dave's a great employee we don't listen to a thing he says but he's a great employee yeah (laughs) no you just don't listen to a thing i say on the podcast uh, yeah, that would make more sense. All right, I found something happier. Okay. Uh, the web is 20 years old. Woo! Trying to think, so that would, yeah, that's... Happy birthday. Well, it's probably not the birthday. Yeah. Well, the birthday was August 6th, so 
uh, yesterday, or if you're listening to the podcast on Monday, two days ago, or Tuesday three, but uh, any, August 6th. It's an easy way to do that. Turned 20 years old with the first web page that was posted, which um, nobody has a screen copy of. So no, no one took a screenshot of the first post. No, the actual first. Nope. So the website yeah. is still up though. There's a link in the article to it. So yeah, twenty years. God, I, I could say I actually remember the time before the internet because mm-hmm. of the BBS in the basement. But Dave, do you remember the time before the internet, before the World I, Wide Web? I do. Well. I mean, I I remember BBS as well. That wasn't the web. That was the internet. Yeah. Um, well, that was before I internet. I, I think I learned about the web. No, no, it's still technically an internet. I learned about the web, I think, in third grade. That's when I first saw uh, a web crawler. So, yes, I vaguely remember life before the web, but not really. I think my first real interaction with the web was actually in uh, sixth grade. So that was 97, 96, 97. And that was at the uh, middle school library. Because that was when the school started getting internet access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that's pretty... God, I remember using Dogpile instead of Google. Oh, Dogpile. <sighs> All right, something else happy. Uh, there's a winner for the L Prize. The L Prize. This was the light bulb, wasn't it? Yes. Okay. Who won the L Prize? Well, um, what's kind of interesting is I can't actually see that anybody else entered the L Prize other than Phillips. Really? Yeah. It's, it's, uh, in September 2009, the L Prize competition received its first entry, a 60-watt replacement product from Phillips. And they were the ones who won. Okay. So I don't... It, I'm trying to find anything on their website that lists any other people who... Oh, So the, the first light bulb, in theory, could have won had they entered? Most likely, yeah. <laughs> but this light bulb, which it's is LED-based, thank well, God yes. we're moving okay. away from compact fluorescence. Does it have mercury? I, I didn't know mercury was in the LED light bulbs. I thought it was just yeah. in the compact fluorescence. Uh, I don't know. That would be something to find out. Uh, okay, so what's so great about this light bulb, Andy, besides the fact that First already sells them, or light bulbs very similar to them? Uses less than 10 watts of power. Woo! That's about it. They use okay. less than 10 watts of power, 25,000 yeah, 25, hours of lifetime. 25,000? I do believe so. Okay. That's not bad. Oh, speaking of, because that reminds me. Uh, well, it, it reminds me because light bulbs, so first robotics, so robotics, so tap and die set. Uh, Andy, your birthday was last month. Yes, it was. I didn't give you a gift. Ah. I have a tap and die set for you. This means I have to give you a gift then for your birthday. Woohoo! <laughs> Damn it, Dave, why'd you have to start this chain? Yes! It's all you fine. Also- failed to take me out for your birthday to Mongolian. That is also true. I believe that's the second year in a row you failed. <laughs> so next time I'm over there, I'll have to take you out twice? Yes. Except, remember, I won't be here anymore. Is there any Mongolian where you're out at? I'm sure there is a Mongolian in Madison. Are you sure? Let's find out. <laughs> Mongolian BBQ Madison, Wisconsin. There's a Hu Hot Mongolian Grill and Barbecue. That's not BDs, though. 
BD's Mongolian Grill closed in Madison. <laughs> hmm. There was one. Not anymore. So um, the government is putting out new standards for some of their security locks on federal buildings. Yeah. And these things have not gone into effect yet. In fact, the locks, they've only sold uh, 1,300 of the locks that have these requirements in them. Um, but okay. uh, at DEF CON this year, a couple of guys... Someone broke the lock, didn't Yeah. They? Three different ways. They showed three different ways of how to break through this lock. This, like, ultra-secure, brand-new... Yeah, um, you have to enter a code up to eight digits long and then swipe a unique identity card through the lock in order to open it. And this is the extra layer of security set by the government for all their U.S. government certified buildings. The three ways of doing it are hilarious. The first one is um, you can whack the lock with a mallet. (laughs) Just a good hard thunk. (laughs) It's called wrapping. Uh, you hit the top surface or level lever handle with a mallet, compressing an internal spring that then decompresses and pushes open a, ha- a latch that releases the lock. So yeah, you literally whack it with a hammer, and it will open. Does anyone else see issues with a lock that opens when you hit it? In <laughs> uh, another okay. bypass... They insert a wire into a silicon cover for an LED light that blinks red when the user enters an invalid code. Mm-hmm. That wire can ground a contact on the circuit board behind the light that triggers a function intended to allow the door to be opened with a remote button. Wow. So bad wiring. Yeah. And the third attack allows an insider to open the back of the side of the lock and insert a wire that flips a micro switch intended as an override for power failures which also resets the lock's software, completely tampering with its swipe with, with, list. Yeah, with the list. And it allows it to be reprogrammed with different codes. <laughs> Did these people actually hire any security experts when they designed the lock? That's what the, the, uh, the two guys who were hacking it said is, uh, where is it? The problem is that engineers don't know security. They know about the meeting the standards, but the criminals aren't keeping a copy of the standards in their back pocket. Oh, (laughs) you, why? (laughs) Go to Black Hat and pick up like two guys and pay them $40,000 a year, $60,000 a year, and you will save money. Pay them $100,000 a year, you'll still save money. That's ridiculous. Now, Dave, what's the difference between Black Hat and DEF CON? Uh, Black Hat is, I believe, general hacking, which is to say uh, not just programs. And DEF CON, I believe, is focused more on like operating systems and browsers and actual program hacking. I believe. I could be mistaken. They could be the same damn conference for all I know. Uh, okay, according to one of the websites, it says if you're in the industry and might buy products, try out Black Hat. Otherwise, just do DEF CON. Okay. Okay, so there you go. Wow. That's yeah. that's brilliant. Open up a lock with a hammer. Thunk. <laughs> just like, <laughs> really? Come on. It's, it's like a bump key. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Speaking without of- the key, all you need is the bump. <laughs> Speaking of bumps, um, Google's self-driving car kind of rear-ended somebody. Oops. Did it stop after it did that, or did it keep trying to go? Well, according to Google, 
um, this was this fender bender occurred when a person was manually driving the car, which the reporter goes, of course, how would we actually know whether it was being manually driven at the time? Yep. But it brought up an interesting question of if your car is driving itself and gets in an accident. Who's responsible? Yeah. Who has to pay insurance? Because I could say, hey, look, I was not even... It wasn't me. Yeah, I wasn't touching the wheel. I wasn't doing anything. Car crashed itself. Faulty programming. Oh, taking Google to traffic court. Yeah. I mean, that's what it would have to be. It's got to be... Excuse me, the programmers. The company. (laughs) Oh, Really? That's a oh, that's a horrible idea. What? I'm just glancing through the article again, and it says, "Always, some of the more forward-thinking technologists have questioned whether autonomous vehicles should be smart enough to sacrifice its own passengers to save other people in an imminent crash." Whoa! Because you're thinking about it. If your car is going towards a crowded yeah. sidewalk cafe, the computer has to decide who's more important: <laughs> the few versus the many. <sighs> that that's not that's some liabilities that I'm sure the companies are not looking forward to having to deal with. But that's the way we're going. Because I mean, what happens? That like, can the family sue Google for the car killing its occupants? It, I would. I guess I would love automated vehicles for things you know, like transportation of goods, driving across the country. Yes, long haul sort of driving. But most of the time, I would like to be behind the wheel and in control. Yeah. Oh, there's going to be a new Cosmos. A new what? Cosmos. You remember the Carl Sagan Cosmos? Nope. You have not seen Cosmos? I don't believe so. Carl Sagan talking about the massive imagination spaceships, that sort of stuff? Nope. Never watched it. You should watch it sometime. Or you could wait until they do the... uh, reboot of it fox Fox? is going to air a new version of cosmos written by i do believe it was written by carl sagan's um wife hosted by neil degas tyson okay the problem is uh it's being produced by seth mcfarlane what (laughs) okay (laughs) sure So, so i i was like oh cool i like tyson it's being written by Carl Sagan's widow. Awesome. Being produced by Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, That's where it starts to waver. And then I hear Seth MacFarlane, and I'm like, oh. Well, what? Why ruin it? <sighs> okay. Well, I got something I think might top that as far as newsworthiness. All right. WoW is losing players. What? Yeah. WoW so, is too big to fail. Well, it's evidently not too big to fail. It's too big to support itself. Now, when you say it's lost subscribers, we'll just put this into context. It's still at 11.1 million players yes, worldwide. But you got to remember, I mean, years ago, they were growing. Yeah. They were adding millions of players. It broke the 12 million. You want to look at it this way. WoW has lost more subscribers, paying subscribers, than there will ever be people who have heard of RA Podcast. Go ahead and prove me wrong, please. Yeah, I... <laughs> no, really, please prove me wrong. <laughs> that would take some time to do. You'd have to go and teach a million people about RA podcast, which would be hard to do. 
just a heads up, there may be some cat screeching behind me in just a little bit. Are the cats going at it? Uh, there are two cats here, and one has the other one kind of cornered. <laughs> I'm trying to distract her so that she doesn't go in an attack, but she's pretty well set on it. See, if I lived in a house with multiple cats, I would just have a laser pointer on my keychain at all times. Uh, it doesn't help. What? It doesn't but, always help. I thought cats went to it laser pointers like help. catnip. Well, if that were the case, Andy, wouldn't having catnip with you be more helpful? Yes, but then you'd have to carry around catnip the entire time. Yeah, they they don't. Um, in fact, at least two of the cats here tend to just kind of ignore laser pointers. I think you guys have used them too much then. It's a selective use. Yep. They're like, oh, I can't catch this red dot. Who cares anymore? Like, yeah, I don't care about the red dot anymore. But WoW is losing subscribers, which begs the question, where are they going? Um, I, I, I don't know. They're going to school, maybe? The Old Republic beta? Maybe they're just... I, I don't know. Let's see, Blizzard president said the decline is to be expected after the release of Cataclysm. Wait, we released an expansion, so we're going to lose subscribers? According to him... So as we're heading further away from an expansion launch, it's normal to see some declines. Uh-huh. Oh, it's everyone who subscribed back up to see the expansion. And then they're like, okay, I've tried it and I'm done. Yeah. I see. <laughs> as our players have become more experienced playing World of Warcraft over many years, they have become much better and much faster at consuming content. Yes. Well, they're also making smaller content. Yeah. They aren't doing 40-man raids anymore. Which I could see that it was hard to get a 40-man raid going. But it slowed down progression. <laughs> yeah. The, I, I have to say, and then I will cut out the WoW talk, um, I have a protection warrior who's in the mid-60s right now. Okay. Tank, right? Yeah. Whole idea behind the build is run in there, grab aggro, and hold on to it. Yeah. I out-DPS mages and warlocks and hunters. That's not right. While holding aggro. That is not right. Granted, It's so funny. <laughs> that's the easiest way to keep aggro is just out DPS everybody. Yep. <laughs> uh, Charge in, stun a guy, make him bleed, hit thunderclap, which makes everyone in the area bleed, and then you have aggro, and that's it. I mean, that, like, you, you've done it. <laughs> it's really, really fun. <laughs> Anyways, I said I'd stop with WoW Talk, so I'll stop with that. However, as people are dropping off of World of Warcraft, I know one of the things they're going to. Where? League of Legends. Lol. Lol. League of Legends has more registered users than World of Warcraft. Really? Yeah. Granted, that's registered users and not active users. Active users. Okay, so how about this? League of Legends has, on average, 1.4 million people signing up every... Not signing up, signing in every day. Hmm. I... Hmm. There are 3.7 million hours a day spent playing League of Legends. That's not right. <laughs> that's, that's not right at all. But hey, if you, I guess that's how people are having fun now. Yeah. Granted, I remember... Um, Selling my Jax skins. Yep, for like 50 bucks. Yeah, 20, 30 people bidding on them. Yep. I still have a ton of, was it Pax? Yeah, I still have a ton of the Pax Jax skins. I should actually get those up on eBay. Well, you might want to do that before going to Pax. 
Yeah, because they'll probably release another one. Or re-release the PAX Jacks. Again. Uh, yep, prices are back up to like 30 bucks, 40 bucks each. I gotta get those on. Mm-hmm. Where is the show? Completed listings. Let's see what the last ones have been selling. Yeah, 38, 36. Somebody sold one for 70? Yep, there's one on here for 60 bucks. I should throw my last one up there. Yep. I really, that can pay for packs right there. Getting enough of those? Yep. I think I have 10 of them. Which is kind of funny listening to uh, some of the people in the Legal Edge forums complain about the prices of these. Right. Go to packs. <laughs> it's like, yeah, either go to packs and get it. Or ignore it. Quit whining. Because I started my bid at a dollar. Really? Yeah. And just watch as it skyrocketed? Yeah. It's not, it's not my idea. fault that people... Yeah, it's not like you have to pay for shipping. No. That's not a bad idea. I think I'll go start mine for like a buck or five bucks, somewhere around there. Have a buy it now at $65. I don't even put a buy it now. Just see where it goes. Yep. Speaking of moving up, Peter Moore's moving up? Peter Moore is not any longer the work the, the president of EA Sports. What is He's he now? He's now the chief operating officer of EA. Really? Huh. I think it's cheap uh, uh, operating. Let's see. Yeah, COO. Yeah, for EA, like all of EA, not just EA Sports. Well, it always seemed like a little like backstep for him going from Microsoft high up. Yeah, what was it? It was head of home entertainment at, Me- at Microsoft. Yeah, to drop back to EA Sports, it was just president of EA. Yeah, well, now he's he's the chief operating officer of EA. Which means he's got to be making probably tens of millions, hundreds of millions a year. Well, I wonder what his stock options are. Oh my! Well, depends God. on recently. Yeah. How's EA's stock been doing? Uh, most of the media stocks have been dropping actually recently. Oh, that's not cool. I just bought some. <laughs> uh, finance, EA, their stock market, electronic arts, down to $20. Which oh, is not too bad, because they were the highest they've been in the last year is 25. So, okay, so it's not too bad. So, huh. Okay, yeah, but Peter Moore is leaving as... Oh, kitten on keyboard. Kitten on the keyboard. Yes, well, come on. Off the keyboard. There you go. So, uh, where were we? Um, Peter Moore, COO. Yeah. After only, like, four years. That was one of the first things we reported on, wasn't it? This, I'm, I'm not sure. It's before when we started having our list of links. Yep. Well, it's back when it was a static web page that we manually updated. <laughs> so, Square was at Black Hat? Yes, but not Square Enix. No. Square, the program that Dave had talked about, which you could use to swipe credit cards. Right. Which, by the way, yeah. I have now officially seen in a retail setting. Where at? There's a gelato store that opened across the street from my apartment. Their point of sale device is an iPad. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Like, I'm dead serious. It's an iPad with Square. Okay, so... So, they defeated Square, the, the little attachment, I think in two ways. Yes. Uh, the first way was they took the program itself... And used the program as intended, but they skipped the card reader, and they figured out the algorithm to turn the information from the magnetic strip into 
audio. So basically they made their own reader that didn't read, it just put in whatever they wanted. So they were able to feed stolen credit card numbers without physically having the card, and the program still thought they physically had the card. Oh yeah, because the, the Square uses the audio jack on. Yeah. So the second one uh, used the reader and turned the reader into a skimmer. Which would not be hard to do. All you'd have to do is just Oh, well, It's read. the same algorithm. You need to figure out how to turn from audio to credit and credit to audio. Yeah, but it's that would just be basically using the, the Square program software because the data on the magnetic strip is unencrypted. Yeah. So if you learn how to swipe it, it will just read the well, swipe but, of data. So I, I've got the Square reader, right? Yeah. And I swipe the card. It's generating audio signals. Yeah. If I don't know the algorithm to convert from one to the other, that's not going to do me any good. Yeah, it'll just get audio signals. So, I mean, I, I could... I suppose I could record a credit card. That might be interesting. Well, that's the way you would do it. Is you just get a bunch of cards that you know the numbers for. You know right, the data I, on the magnetic I, strip. I'm, I'm all of a sudden thinking about plugging my square reader into my computer and recording credit cards. As music? As music. I wouldn't publish it because I wouldn't <laughs> want people to have my credit card. <laughs> but just see what each credit card sounds like. I titled this one Visa. Visa. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, four, three, two. <laughs> Expiration 619. Like, I'm, well, I'm just curious about what a credit card sounds like. Come on, tell me you're not curious. I, I, I was the one who posted the link of the Sounds of Space from a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. So, so I mean, who knows? Maybe the sound of a credit card is a good sound for a video game, Andy. My guess is it just sounds like random numbers. Uh, Andy, what do random numbers sound like? Go ahead. I'm not allowed to sing on this podcast. <laughs> I, I, I believe you mean it's going to sound like random tones. Yes. Okay. Which is not music. No. Or is it? It's not. Believe okay. me, it's, it's not. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> so, the 3DS... Came Price out. drop. Yeah. Because well, who didn't see that coming? Well, this quickly, though... Penny Arcade put it really well. Which is? Our phones have trained us that video games, portable video games, should cost a dollar. <laughs> Very true. And the, the joke in the comic was, you buy a $40 game, I'll buy $41 games, and we'll see who is more fun. That would be an interesting thing to try. I mean, I got a game on, on the Amazon App Store yesterday, which was fantastic. I played it almost the whole way home. Was it the one with the lights and the mirrors? Yeah. Yeah, I got that one, too. It reminded me of a Magic School Bus episode. It reminded me of that laser game that we played. Ket? Yeah. Yeah. I'm stuck on a level on that, by the way, in, in Zone 2. Oh, well, I stopped playing because the delay between my finger moving things and... The moving. Really? getting annoying, yeah. It For actually moving it or rotating it? Both. There was just that... Del I, I, it's one thing I hate is delay. Being an audiophile person, that's just... Ugh. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Besides, keep playing so that you can help me figure out this damn level. So, the price got dropped down to $170, and people who already bought it would get 20 free games as quote-unquote Nintendo ambassadors. 20 free games or $20 of free game? 20 free games. Holy shit. That's not bad. I don't know why people are complaining. You would get 10 free NES games and 10 free Game Boy Advance games. That's still not bad. Well, people... Or the, the $80 price difference? 
Well, people are not happy because there was actually a survey done of Japanese 3DS owners, uh, 6,500 of them, and over 30% of the gamers surveyed who have already bought the console said they felt anger or regret about the price drop, and that the free games did little to keep them content. Well, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are you angry about this price drop? Yeah, I'm angry yes. about this price drop. I paid. That's what a price drop does. This is why companies don't like doing them, but they're still necessary. 50% of 3DS owners surveyed said that the current available games for the console were not adequate and they felt disappointed with the system. It's, it's this. Screw you, don't buy it at launch. <laughs> Nintendo price dropped the Wii. What did you think they were going to do? I, I know what they're going to do. I just... Oh, people never learn. Buying Apple products right when they're launched. Right, like, ah. <laughs> iPhone, anyone? <laughs> what was it, six weeks? Yeah, before the first price drop. Yeah. It was about a month and a half, I think. Maybe two. It was like, oh, we're selling it for 600 Two weeks later, we're selling it for 500 What? Oh. If you bought it in the last two weeks, uh, we'll give you a credit, <laughs> which means we already have your money and we're not giving it back. You could buy some other worthless piece of junk that's one of our products. Oh, did I say that? Or a lot of stuff on the iTunes store. Yeah. Which is more shit that they already own and make 100% profit? No, no not on music. Or I okay, thought well, Apple's profit margin on apps was like 20%. 30%. Yeah. But even so, what does it cost them? Bandwidth. Which is to say nothing. Well, bandwidth is something when you talk about a huge scale of Apple. Granted, they've got enough, they've got enough DNS addresses. Yeah. Or IP addresses, sorry. They're, it, they're fine. God, it's it's ridiculous looking at a map of the IP addresses and looking at how much Apple owns because they were there in the beginning and were able to buy a whole block. <laughs> so speaking of money, yeah, the um, California versus EMA fight yeah. technically is not over yet. The one where the Supreme Court ruled. Yes. Okay. Wait. The, what? <laughs> yeah. Go um, ahead. Normally, in civil cases, there's a thing about like fee transferring or fee shifting where. The uh, winning side basically would request the court to force the losing side to pay for their attorney fees and such. Yeah. Well, the EMA is doing that on the Supreme Court level, which is pretty damn expensive. Yeah. They are asking for $1.14 million in legal fees and expenses. From the state of California. Yeah. Which has no money. <laughs> yeah. And like was bankrupt a, a couple years ago. Yeah. Which, civil okay. cases, this is, it's it kind of almost expected sometimes, but on Supreme Court cases, people you know are like, what? wait. Uh, I, I fully support the EMA. This is a little overstepping. <laughs> you won. Win gracefully. Maybe, don't, I mean, try, don't try and ask a bankrupt state for more money. Yeah, that's, because you know who that's going to punish? The video game industry that's in California? The residents of California. I was thinking of all the video game companies that are out there. Video game companies, nothing. That money could go to, like, a police station. So, yeah, the the California versus EMA section is still not over. It's not going to be over for a while either because the uh, Supreme Court granted a month wait for the response from California about this. So Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. What else do we have? Saltwater on Mars. There was salt water on Mars? Oh, there was evidence of flowing water. Yeah. What's the evidence of salt? 
Well, that's the type of water that's in there, salt water. Oh, Not okay. just regular water, but salt water. Salt so, water. Cool. They think that there might be living things on Mars underground in these salt water rivers that are flowing. I don't. What, what do you call an underground river? An underground river? An underground river. <laughs> so there might be living life on Mars, which would be really surprising. So what else do we got? What is this live photo tagging? So... A a company, not a company, it was uh, Carnegie Mellon, took all the data available from Facebook and put it in with some cameras. And they went out and using the camera, basically connected to a laptop, were able to take a picture, search Facebook, find the person, and scrape the information. <laughs> and so it would literally live photo tag the person. Oh, goodness. It did instant facial recognition and would display relevant data. So, like, if you took, if you pointed the camera at someone, it would show you their name, their address, their phone number, their emails, where they went to school. It could even put their social security number in certain cases. Uh, where are they getting the social security information? Don't know. <laughs> but that's scary. Augmented reality is nice. Up to a point, and then it gets scary. This is that point. Yeah. Oh, that, mm. Creepy, huh? Yeah. That, oh, man. That's got me a little freaked out now. Yeah. Welcome to the modern age. Privacy is a thing of the past. So there's this program out there called Neuter. N-0-0-T-E-R? Yes. And what does Neuter do? Um, I'm reading it, about it right now. It's net neutrality, thus the yeah. newt. So it will actually try and see if your ISP is artificially slowing down or speeding up traffic to and from specific websites. Interesting. So it basically is a VPN where it would send your traffic through a proxy disguising its source and destination. Mm -hmm. And then it will time the length to see how long it will take to access the website. And then you can compare it with your your, actual time. Yeah. And see if there's a discrepancy. Interesting. Yeah. And there's... um, there's also a called a, a roto neuter in case the ISP is uh, filtering traffic only going one direction, basically out, which neuter would time. There's a roto neuter that will spoof traffic in the other direction. So you can see if your ISP is only filtering in one way or filtering both ways. What's really funny is he says that he, um, he does not support nor oppose net neutrality. But he just wants this tool to be available. Yes. Well, that's very nice of him. Whatever changes we have, they might as well be transparent. Yep. So in, in, if you're thinking, you know, Comcast, <laughs> if you got Comcast, you want to try it out, uh, get neutered. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. Oh, I didn't want to do that joke, but that, oh. But you did. Yeah. Speaking I'm of not Comcast. not sure why, but you did. Um, Comcast might actually be doing something good. I know. I'm, I'm waiting for the other shoe. Go ahead. Um, if your child um, is on the free lunch program under the National School Lunch Program, if your child is eligible for that, you are also eligible to get internet for $10 a month. Cool. And you would get a $150 voucher towards the purchase of a computer. That's actually very nice of them. I know. I was very surprised. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, you would get residential internet service for $10 a month plus taxes, no price increases, no activation fee, no equipment rental fee, a voucher to purchase a computer for $150 plus tax, access to free digital literacy training and printing, and uh, Norton Security Suite for no additional cost. Cool. Comcast is actually doing some goodwill. 
I know, it's creepy. <laughs> I should point out, by the way, uh, I will not have Comcast. Are you going to have Xfinity? No, Comcast isn't out in Wisconsin. Oh. I will have Charter. Ah, yeah, we have Charter out here. We're starting to see billboards out here, though, for Xfinity, which is... Scary. Well, it's Comcast. Yeah. Just nothing on any of the billboards say anything about Comcast. It's all Xfinity. Xfinity, yeah. Well, they're they're so trying to hide their name. (laughs) Oh. And I think the last bit of interesting topic is EA's season ticket. Season ticket? Yes. What What does season ticket do? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's $25 per year, and you can get it on the 360 or the PS3. Um, FIFA, Tiger Woods, NCAA Football, and Madden are all part of this. So what you can do is you can um, download the game three days early and play it. You get 20% discount on all DLC. Mm-hmm. You get some, quote-unquote, free premium web content, which they haven't actually announced what it is yet. Roster, I mean, okay, yeah. And uh, you get uh, basically, like, character recognition, what they call, like, a badge or something. Okay. <laughs> Be noticed with an exclusive this? badge. $25 for 12 months. Hmm. <laughs> the interesting thing, though, is, okay, so you'll get to play it three days early, which you'll have to download the game to do so. So that will take you your three days. Yeah. Um, once the three days are up, the downloaded version will shut off, and so you will have to go to an actual store to get the physical disc. Right. To continue playing the game. But does that mean that you get the, the three days even if you're not going to buy the game? I don't know. For $25 a year, can I get access to three days of Madden, NCAAF, Tiger Woods, and the other was the, the basketball one? FIFA. Soccer. Soccer. And I guess NHL is actually supported as well. For three days each? I guess so. So I get 15 days of video games for $25. Um, I do believe so, yes. And he's like, uh, Sure. Maybe? Uh, early release of all participating titles three days before they go on sale at retailers. The early release versions time out when the game goes on sale at retailers. You will need to purchase the game at retail to continue playing. So I guess, yeah. Because that makes it seem like not such a bad deal. Get to try out all the games for three days? Yeah, as long as they're fully enabled. I mean, uh, if, if I paid 25 bucks a year... That means I'd get, for instance, this year, three days of NCAAF 2013 when it comes out next yeah. year, right? Yes. I'd want to be able to take those three days and do multiplayer against you or other people. I do believe you'd be able to. Huh. Well, that's very interesting. All of the achievements and progress earned in the early retreats follows you to the retail version of the game. So there's nothing that says that it's neutered. Gimped. <laughs> You know, you came into this being like, oh, this is such a terrible idea. And I'm saying, like, that's actually not too bad. So that's five games, 15 days. Three days each. Assuming they don't overlap. Well, none of them would. Uh, Tiger, NCAA football is summer. Madden is fall. Tiger, I think, is spring. I'm not sure when FIFA comes out. Yep. So, yeah. So $1.66 a day. Would you pay a buck fifty to rent Madden for a day? Mm-hmm. Well, a buck fifty a day. I don't know because with Madden and NCAA football, it's the dynasty mode. Yeah, right. But for three days, and then you know you wait a year and you pick it up. 
<laughs> you pick it up at GameStop when it's uh, used for yeah. about 15 bucks. What is that what I got for 09? Yeah, $15 for that. Or you could just wait many, many years and pick it up for $3. Right. By the way, I'm excited. Uh, USA Today put out their poll for the, the coaches poll yeah. and the computer poll. It's really funny to see how far apart they are right now. Well, of course. Because they're always finicking with the computers to try and get them to agree with the coaches. Yeah, well, it's not going to happen right now. So much happened, at least with, with the Big Ten. In the off season. so much happened. Oh, especially with OSU. OSU, Michigan, Nebraska. Yeah, first year of the new Big Ten with 12 teams. The Legends and the... Victors, I do believe. Or the Champions. Legends champions. and Champions? Yeah, it's the Legends and the Champions. The victors. Le- oh, have been sorry, Legends and to- Leaders. Oh, Leaders? Oh, yes. God. Would have been a- yeah, Victors would have been a bit too much U of M. <laughs> I'm just excited because there's the prospect of a Michigan and Ohio championship game a week after a Michigan and Ohio game. Which, oh, that, yeah, that's a, both a yes rematch. and a no. Rematch. Let's see, who's in the leaders division? Like a Michigan store. Illinois, Indiana, mm-hmm. OSU, Penn State, Purdue, Wisconsin. Yep, I have to go to the M-Den and buy lots and lots of Michigan paraphernalia. <laughs> Because I'm going to enemy territory. It'll be the classic joke, Dave. What's that? How can you tell somebody's from Michigan? Yeah. They'll let you know. Ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> You're the one who's saying, hey, I'm going to go to the Big Ten store. Oh, the M-Den. The M-Den. Yeah, well, you know what? At the apartment complex that I'm looking at, there's a welcome mat in the room, like, two doors down, which is Bucky the Badger. Well, yeah, because you're going to Madison, Wisconsin. Yeah, but their <laughs> welcome mat is the mascot. Want to talk? I didn't see anything about U of M people, and I'm sure there were U of M people there. Oh, it, <laughs> it's just, you're going to Madison, Wisconsin. You're, oh... Yeah. And with any luck, I'll be able to go and uh, watch games at Camp Randall. <laughs> Just wear red. Screw you. <laughs> wear maize and blue. <laughs> I'm just seeing that as a bad idea. Oh, whatever. It's not so, like they're rivals. No, not really. Not in the classic sense. No. So I, we actually, should do our I, games. Yeah, I think I'd just get pitied. <laughs> like, oh, it's the little Michigan guy. <laughs> We're sorry. How's Lloyd Carr doing? Oh, wait. <laughs> How's Rich doing? Oh, wait. Yeah. No idea. Brady's doing pretty well. So, Dave, your game? Yeah. Skate or die? Oh, man. Skate or die for the original NES. That, I think I remember seeing an ad for that in one of the original Nintendo Powers. That was a So you're on a, a skateboard, and you're going around a skate park. And it's a bunch of, basically, at this point, they'd be considered mini-games, but at that point, it was the actual game. So, things like high jump, jousting, my brother and I would spend hour after hour jousting, which is, you remember American Gladiators? Yeah. The big sticks with the bulb on either end? Pugil sticks. Yeah. You took two of those, well, one of those, and you went on a skateboard, and it was two-player, and you'd go up and down and try and hit each other off your skateboard. <laughs> um, do you know that you can actually play Skate or Die online right now? I did not know. I think I'm going to pass on that because I don't want to ruin the images in my head. 
I have very fond memories of that game, and I'd like to keep them that way. Oh. I have Street Fighter 2 Turbo. As, as opposed my... to Street Fighter 2 Regular? Well, that was what it came out on the SNES. Ah. I don't even know if there was a Street Fighter on there the... There was a Street Fighter. Well, yeah, I remember that. It wasn't on the SNES, but there no. was a Street Fighter. Let's see. Street Fighter 2 Series, 1991. Street Fighter, Street Fighter... Super Street Fighter 2 and Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Okay, so maybe it was Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, well, because it was the Super Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, but Super I... Nintendo. M. Bison. Oh. All right, so let's see. If I can name at least the majority of the characters. Yeah, this was back. So back when you when actually were, could. How many were there? How many were there? Give me that. Um, hold on. I am... Trying to find Super Street Fighter 2. Here we go. It's a lot of Wikipedia articles in here. Yeah. Character. 12 list. characters. Okay. 12 characters. Ready? Yeah. Ken. Okay. Ryu. Okay. Dalsim. Okay. Blanca. Okay. E Honda. Okay. Zangief. Yep. M. Bison, which you had said. Yeah. Chung Lee. Guile. Okay. Yep. Uh, Balrog. I think so. Or was he in the next... He, I don't know if he was in that one. Do you have the list in front of you? No, I don't, actually. Don't. There's no actual list of characters in the Wikipedia article. That needs to be changed. <laughs> Anyways, I got nine or ten right there. Yeah. List Res- of Street Fighter 2 Turbo characters. Character list. Here we go. List of Street Fighter characters. Ryu, Ken, E. Honda, Chung Lee, Blanca, Zankeep, Guile, Dalsim, and then the computer could play Balrog, Vega, Sagat, and M. Bison. Street Fighter 2 characters on Wikipedia. Well, it, it was not able to be accessed from the... On Wikipedia. There was no link to that article. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, it's the Street Fighter 2 article, Andy. I just always loved how... Well, Chung Lee had her... Um, Giant thighs... I was going to say her super fast kicks. Ah. E Honda had his 100 hand slap. Yep. Dalsim could breathe fire and stretch and. Yeah. Blanca could be go electric. electric. He could turn electric. Yep. Zangief was the big Russian guy who could do that. The tornado spin. Yeah. Balrog, was he the boxer? Yes. An American boxer. Yeah. Who supposedly was actually based off of Mike Tyson. Yep. Uh, Ken and Ryu, who were both supposed to be the characters from Double Dragon. <laughs> Vega had the claw that got cut off if you got damaged too much. Yep. God, there was there was times where we would just be with the family, just playing that game over and over again. That was their first time where we'd always just sit down and pass around the uh, controller. I still remember, uh, I think it was Carrie and I were playing it. I think I lost 45 times in a row. Ouch. Yeah, I'm not good at fighting games. And yet you beat me at Soul Calibur. Well, Soul Calibur is a whole different animal, which we'll get into, um, I think it's next week when you have Soul Calibur okay. as your game. Well, we'll talk about it then. Yeah. All right. Random topic. Random review. Oh, first. Random review. Correct. Yes. What are we reviewing, Andy? Um, it's a piece of software that I found that can do a lot of things that I wished pieces of software that I could, was trying to find could do. And what is it called? Virtual audio cable. This does not sound like it has a very general use. Well, it basically acts like a virtual audio cable, where you can plug... Plug? plug? Yes, plug the audio output of one application into the audio output, audio input of another application. Okay. 
Um, Dave, remember when we were doing the uh, interview of Zach and oh, um, Dark guy who did Press Start? Ed Glazer? Yes. Glazier. Those were our two interviews that we did in person. Do you remember what the problem we had during that? Uh, that you and I were in the same room trying to record with someone who wasn't. Yes. Over the Skype. problem with that Skype is you could only do one input into Skype, and so we would have each one of us on an input, and then it, there was a delay in this, that, and the other thing. This one, I can actually set it up, though, to take the two microphone inputs, combine them together as a virtual input, basically a virtual Y cable, and plug that into Skype, and then have another virtual Y cable coming out of Skype out to the two different headsets. Hmm. Wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. We got two people, or even more. I could put as many of them on there as I wanted to. On a local machine. On a local machine. It basically, it's got the virtual audio cables. It's got virtual mixers. So I could put eight people onto one Skype connection and have it branch out again. Interesting. Yeah. And does it work well? I, it seems to be working fine. I, I was we'll expecting, find out. <laughs> I was expecting, well, I've, I've been trying it out because Kate's got a USB headset now. Okay. So I was trying it out, and it seems like there isn't really any delay at all, which is always killer for me, is the audio lag. Yep, as mentioned earlier. Yeah, it doesn't seem to have much of a lag. So virtual audio cable. Yes. Reviewed pending further investigation, but seems pretty good. Oh, I, from at least just that mixing capability seems awesome, because otherwise yeah. I would have to buy an actual physical mixer. This software does it all digitally, so I don't have that... Digital to analog to analog to digital. Yep. Okay. So that's the piece of software. So random topic. Um, We actually had one that was uh, about car accidents, but um, episode 74, random topic, (laughs) car accidents. So uh, I'm sorry, but we're stricking that one from the record because we've already done it. So what are we doing? Um, We are doing instead... Coke versus Pepsi. Oh. Which I swear we did, but I went through the entire list. I think we've talked about it, but not as a random topic. No, I know. Well, we can recap that. We can talk about it again. Yeah. They are both delicious. (laughs) Uh, Not so much. Coke is delicious. Pepsi is not. (laughs) You know, I... Mountain Dew is disgusting. I can delicious. tell the difference between Coke and Pepsi. Well, yeah, most people can. On some level. If I were asked to do it blindly, I probably couldn't tell you which one was which. I could just tell you if they were different. Oh, I could tell you which one was which. But really? Pepsi is a lot sweeter than Coke. I don't care. They're both pretty damn tasty. Cherry Pepsi's not bad. Regular Pepsi, not so much. Cherry Coke's... Again, both really damn tasty. Although, I have to say, Vanilla Coke kind of took it away from me. What Vanilla Coke was, was by far tastier than anything else. Oh, yes. Do they even still have it out there? I yeah, looked. yeah. You oh. can buy a 12-pack at Meyer. I might do that. Vanilla Coke was tasty. Oh, yeah. I'd have to keep it at the office, though. We're, we're going to try and cut down on soda. So no soda at the apartment. That is a good thing. Yeah. I I've might tried that do- as well. It... I, might want I tried to giving a pop for my birthday, I think, like three years in a row now. Yeah, that doesn't work. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Especially when you go to the movie theater. Oh, yeah, because you've got to get it. Yeah, it's if you get some popcorn, you got to get something, and you don't want to spend yep. five bucks for a bottle of water. Yep. Have you seen Cap, by the way? Yes, I have seen Captain America. What did you think of it? It was interesting. It's the random topic. We're allowed to do this now. 
um, the ending was too sudden. The ending Kate, of Cap? Yeah. Kate said the ending of, was too unresolved. Hmm. Because it, it makes sense if you watch the other movies, but as its own, you're like, right. okay, so what happened to that blue cube? Yep. Well, but it's, it is part of the other movie sequence. I know, but you, you have to... You, you could think of it as Marvel Universe 1, 2, 3, 4... Marvel Universe 5? But Iron still, Man 1, Iron Man 2... Dave, think of the Thrawn trilogy. Thor, yeah. The books on them own still stood as yeah. good books. Well, I mean, if you hadn't seen Star Wars, you wouldn't know half of what was going on. I, well, yes, I know that, but still, you but don't no, have that's to... that's the point. That's exactly the point. A superhero movie should be able to stand on its own and not have to rely on somebody sitting through and watching. The movie itself stood on its own. Not with the, the ending very, that it had. The Not very, with the ending very had end. It, consider that extra. <laughs> if you if you call the movie over when the plane crashes, that if that's the end of the movie, it stands on its own. So also, what did you think of the uh, computer-generated weakling? Interesting. Uh, it, it hit that, was what's the, the term? Uncanny the, Valley. Yeah, the Uncanny Valley. It was doing that a little bit for me. It's like... There were, yeah, there were a couple shots where it just didn't seem to fit. The editing overall was pretty terrible, actually. Yeah. Um, you know, when, when, he, when he's trying to jump onto the plane and he turns and kisses her, <laughs> that was bad. That should not have been in the movie. Granted, Tommy Lee's line was hilarious, though. He's like, yeah, what, I'm not going to kiss you. He was so perfect for that role. <sighs> oh. Granted, though, I still can't wait for the Avengers to show up, though. Yep, and the tagline for it with uh, some assembly required. <laughs> brilliant. Sheer brilliant. So anyway. Um, Coke and Coke, Pepsi. Coke and Pepsi. I would say Coke, unless, if like if I had to go to a place and it was Coke products and Pepsi products, I might go for the Mountain Dew. Over the Coke. Over the Coke. You know what I'm going to get you in addition to this tap and die set is just like three two liters of Coke. <laughs> Which is... Um, kind of hard because Coke goes seems or, to go flatter I mean, faster three, than Mountain Dew. Three two liters of Pepsi is what I actually meant. Oh God! Yeah. No. <laughs> what am I gonna do with that? Drink it. No. <laughs> you can't make me. <laughs> You're going to throw my gift out, <laughs> Dave. I'm gonna get you three bags of Cool Ranch Doritos for your birthday. Awesome. I thought Cool Ranch was the kind that you couldn't eat. No, Cool Ranch is the kind I can't eat. Okay, then I'm getting you three bags of regular Doritos. Oh, well, then I'm sure Brian will love my birthday present. <laughs> you can't re-gift food? That doesn't can't, work. I can't eat it without getting sick. There's an expiration date on food. Yeah? <laughs> really, is there an expiration date on an unopened bag of Doritos, Andy? It's like saying there's an expiration date on a Twinkie. Yes, there actually is an expiration date. Do you have to abide by it? No. Oh, I'm sorry, Dave, but you know, just not gonna. No. <laughs> all right, all right. So Andy prefers Coke. I'll have to re- try and remember that. Mountain Dew then Coke. I will probably end up just remembering that you like cola and end up getting Pepsi. And somebody's getting Doritos. <laughs> it's fine. Just remember Cool Ranch. <laughs> did I remember that the last time? No. Evidently not. <laughs> no, I did not. Uh, so what I, I should do is I should actually, I shouldn't have said anything. I'm like, oh, I'd be so sad. Yeah. And then, then you would have gotten three bags of Cool Ranch. Like, Thank you, Andy. Oh. 
All right, well, we got to wrap this up. It's been, yeah, it's been fun. It's been fantastic. Welcome back. I'm glad we can record. Uh, the next couple weeks may be sporadic as I move 500 plus miles. Okie dokie. We'll try and work something out. Yep. All right. Bye, everyone.